Be kind. Rewind. This is Dope Nostalgia. We've made it to episode 75, and I'm your host, Naomi. Welcome to Dope Nostalgia. We have a return guest on the show today. His name is Anthony Thomas, a.k.a. Big Ace, one of the ex-members of Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. It's so cool because the guy is up to so much these days, and he decided it was cool to come back on the show, and uh, nice catching up with him so much. I love Big Ace. You got to check out all his social media. You can find him at Big Ace Productions on Instagram. You can check out all of his merchandise and swag there as well. I'll give you more details about all the links to find Big Ace after the show. So let's get things started. Here's a little bit of news first. Hot off the presses. You got to adjust those rabbit ears. You got that antenna pulled up? It's time for some dope nostalgia news. My special guest from a few weeks back from Slick Toxic, the lead singer in his brand new band, Famous Underground. Well, it's not that new. They've been around for a few years now, but they're fantastic. Famous Underground is coming out with brand new music. Nicholas Walsh posted on his Instagram account, the time is finally upon us as we gear up for our brand new release. The single, The Dark One of Two, will be released Friday, June 11th. So click on their bio on their Instagram for a sample and you can add it to your streaming platform, or you can just find it on your favorite place to get new music. Once again, that single is called The Dark One of Two from Famous Underground. I got to participate in a very special trivia and bingo night where we raised money for the organization Remember Betty, where they raise money to help patients dealing with breast cancer. So check out Remember Betty. We did the Sacramento um, Remember Betty organization's um, bingo night. And Danny Wood was there from New Kids on the Block. This is his organization that he heads up in remembrance of his late mother, Betty. I want to thank Tracy Bird for inviting me to participate in hosting the trivia for that special event where we were able to raise a lot of money to support these women who have gone through so much. And you can check out their organization at rememberbetty.com. Please donate generously. Now, if you want to see me make a real fool out of myself, you remember Ainsley from back on the Blur versus Oasis episode? He has his own podcast where I got to sell my dignity. It's called Price Tag Pod. Check it out. I was kind of drunk. I was, <laughs> I, 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 it was a little messy. But uh, Ainsley is amazing. He has a great new show. So make sure you guys check out Price Tag Pod. Wikipedia Moments. This track here we're listening to is one of the many instrumentals you can find on Anthony Big Ace Thomas's YouTube channel. You can check out all the music he's been working on over the years. Let me tell you where to find that YouTube channel at. Big Ace Productions. If you don't know the story of Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, you can go back to episode 29 of Dope Nostalgia, where we did a whole series on Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch and what they've been up to. Now we wanted to catch up with Ace and see how his life has been. And it's incredible. If you've been watching HBO Max, Mark Wahlberg has a brand new show out called Wall Street, which details some of his business endeavors and his friendships he's made along the years. You'll see Anthony, Big Ace, Thomas in the show quite a bit. So it was so nice of him to come back and visit with me again and catch up. Here's what's been going on with Big Ace. Welcome back to Dope Nostalgia. 
Hey. <laughs> hey, so good to see you. Good to see you too. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad at all. Love the municipal shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Representing. <laughs> uh, yeah, since we last talked, you've been on a lot of adventures. Yeah, we've been pretty busy with the filming and uh, the TV shows. It's been going great, though. Everything's yeah. been, everything's such a blessing. Absolutely. And you got to travel? Working, and I was just very thankful that we got opportunity to work. Yeah, because I know in the industry, it's really hard for people to work right now, I imagine. Yeah, we take COVID tests every other day. And, you know, they're very strict on the COVID testing and mm-hmm. body's healthy. Yeah, well, that's wonderful. And you got to travel, I think it was, weren't you in Germany earlier, like a year we, ago? Yeah, we went to Berlin. We filmed in London and it was great. I love Germany. I love Berlin. The people in Berlin are really cool people. But we like where we went, it's been like great. You know, we just uh, recently went to uh, Santo Domingo and Dominican Republic. The people there were just very hospitable, very nice. And mm-hmm. I just loved the experience. And I got to experience some of the culture there. It's just amazing. How's the food? Oh, the food is great. I loved it. I gained about 20 pounds over there. That's okay, though. You guys are, I know I've been able to see on your Instagram, you've been very, very um, disciplined about taking care of yourselves and working out. So you get up really early? Oh, yeah. I wake up a lot at 2 a.m. in the morning and start stretching and get on the first climb of the rower for an hour. I do a lot of cardio. Because I got away, so I was trying to, you know, balance things out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how and, much cardio, like, uh, balance to, like, weight training and such? Do you do much weight training? I haven't been doing as much weight training as cardio because I had to lose weight. I had to lose, I had to go from 215 to 185. So I've been doing mostly cardio. Mm. But now that... um I, I finished doing my scene. I was doing a boxing scene where I was a middleweight boxer. Now that I finished that, I'm starting to gain my weight back and starting to weight train again. Uh, which production is that for that you're doing that scene? Uh, it's for the, a film called Father Stew. Father Stew? Yeah. Awesome. And like you're currently filming at this time too. Yeah. What can you tell us about that? Well, the this, this story is based on a true story about a guy that is from um, Montana and he was a boxer and he had a near-death experience and he decided to become a priest. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Yes, right. Yeah. Um, since you do all this traveling, are you a good flyer? I never get comfortable flying. I don't know why. Just something about being in the air, not having control, this this makes me feel some type of way, you know. <laughs> yeah, I I envy those who can just fall asleep on a plane. Like I try, <laughs> but I can't really do it. Um, but yeah, I love flying, but I just can't really relax completely. 
Yeah, I, I use most of the time to catch up on a lot of things because I, I have a lot of family and I have a, so many things I'm trying to do. So I just use that time to catch up on everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you enjoy most about being on the movie set? I love working with um, talented directors and the actors and getting to become familiar with people, you know, and it being sometimes I get a lot of knowledge from some of the, you know, the people that we work with. So I think that's a great, great experience. Just kind of absorbing what every, what you can learn from everyone around you. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, what's new with music and what have you been able to put out lately? I know on the last show, we did play a couple clips of some of your, your tracks you had out there on YouTube. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, re-release uh the song clap I, it was just um we were just talking about it on a mark Wahlberg show um wall street so mm-hmm. I'm at least that one and that's basically just a song about you know everybody just having a good time you know and mm-hmm. i uh i recently started working with um a couple of artists brandon Wahlberg is one of the artists i've been working with my nice. uh, two sons aunt thomas and tones thomas they're uh they got some really great music and um, i have a couple of artists in chicago that i'm working with and um in boston mm-hmm. so everybody's uh, uh in the studio recording their music right now and um he has stuff online and so does brandon Okay, I, I've heard about Brandon, obviously, from the Wahlberger show, but I didn't know he was a musician, so that's awesome to hear. Uh, he's actually really good. He's working with uh, his cousin, Daniel Wahlberg, and uh, Larry Thomas. And Larry oh, excellent. Also in the Funky Bunch band. And he was also in the Johnny Drama and the Funky Entourage band. <laughs> I love that uh, Wahlberger's jingle. It was, like, always getting stuck in my head. The one that uh, <laughs> that was pulled off. I love that one. There we did that in uh, New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Were you around when they were filming that music video for the show? Yeah, I actually choreographed uh, Johnny Al's for that. I I choreographed drama and I tried to choreograph uh, Nacho, but he was you know he was a little difficult to choreograph. <laughs> He didn't want to. <laughs> you have you kept in touch with those guys? How have they been? Yeah, they're good. Um, John, drama actually came to um, Santa Domingo to be a part of the film, um, Arthur the King. So he was one of the in the movie. Oh, sweet. Oh, and I believe Nacho's doing well. I haven't spoken to Nacho recently, but I think he's doing well. Oh, that's good. That's good. It's, you know, it's a hard time to like keep in touch with everybody. H- yeah. Have you done many of these video chats before? Because this, this is, is kind of like the new thing. This is my very first one. <laughs> I'm happy to to give you an education on Zoom. <laughs> oh, yeah. You didn't even need help. You, you hooked up right away. You were fine. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I hope I'm doing this right. <laughs> no, no, it's perfect. Um, so you also have a lot of cool merch out. Like you got, I've seen all your posts with the great like t-shirts and such that people can get. So I want to direct people to check out your merch. Yeah. Um, 
you go to BigAceProductions.com and you can find the Big Ace Tees uh, online store there. Wonderful. We're gonna we're actually gonna launch a new um, site. I don't have the um, I don't have the link to it yet, but I'll send it to you. And it's gonna be a whole bunch of new um, merchandise there oh, for sweet. men and for men for kids. You know, it's gonna be really cool. Backpacks and coffee mugs, leggings, hoodies, hats, and maybe. Yeah. Now, I, I just recently got some big ace production sneakers, so um, I want to want to get those out there, too. Those would be nice. I really like those hoodies that have been coming out lately with like an all over print. Yeah, I love those. Yeah. Those would be great to have. Big Ace Productions. Big Ace Productions. Big Ace Productions. I told you before, now you're tired, sir. Most of now, don't get down on the floor, don't get if you represent the beat, throw your threes up. You know you gotta do it before your time's up. No choice now, but throw your threes up. Get down on the floor and throw your threes up. If you represent the beat, throw your threes up. Roxbury Madapin, throw your threes up. Dorchester Southend, throw your threes up. Yeah, throw them up, throw them up, throw them up now. Throw them up, throw them up. I left my city, and anybody with me. And if you get gritty, I'ma smack to that silly. Fall back never, I'ma turn up, really. And when it goes down, I'm taking all y'all with me. Tell me about uh, Municipal, because I always see you guys in your in your social media wearing the Municipal brand. Can you tell me more about it? Municipal is one of the greatest clothing brands ever. It's so comfortable. Like that's why I'm always wearing the shirts because it's form fitting. It's very very comfortable. I have the sweats on right now. These are the sweats. Mm-hmm. Comfortable, and they're just really relaxing and um, you know. Uh, it's great to work out in. You can, it's, you know, wear it every day, you know, for leisure wear. It's just really, really cool gear. Yeah, it looks good. I want everybody to know about uh, not only, of course, the municipal brand, but your your swag, your merch as well. So now everyone knows where to check it out. Um, have you had a chance to be back in Boston at all in the last year? I actually um, was in Boston um, like for a day, we had a meeting there. Yeah. But I haven't gotten to spend a lot of time with my family. That's what I'm looking forward to. But we've been fortunate to have, um, you know, opportunity to work back to back in the, in the uh, motion picture world. So it's, and that's something that's really, um, it's really hard to, to do to keep working like that but it's a blessing to have that opportunity so um we're we're uh we're very very thankful that we have these opportunities but it just takes you away from being able to go home and spend time with your friends and family so the only thing that i'm looking forward to right now is being able to get home and see my loved ones yeah Speaking of which, um, I've noticed um, a lot of your posts that were really inspiring, um, encouraging people to, you know, send up prayers and such for a young lady named Natalie. Yes, Natalie is still fighting to recover and heal. And, but she's doing really well. And 
fighter. I'm really proud of her. I love that little girl so much. She's so strong. You know? How did you meet her and, and learn her story and everything? I met her through her aunt, Christy. Uh, Christy's um, a really great person that um, came into my life through um, the Instagram family that I have there. And we've just been talking. Then she told me about her touch product, that it's a, um, it's a germicide that, you know, um, very, really cool. And it actually came at the right time when COVID hit, you know, I had um, all her touch products and I passed them out to a lot of the gyms in the F45 that we were working out at. And a lot of people were skeptical, but then once COVID hit, everybody wanted touch, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and it's really cool. And it, it comes in different scents. Um, I think her site is uh, touch.com. Okay, good. Christy Southern, Southern on um, Instagram, you'll find her on my Instagram. I'm definitely going to check out her product. Yeah, it was really. But so Natalie's doing better? Yeah, she Healing? just just started. Uh, she got out the hospital and she's starting to heal. Right now, they're, um, they're trying to make some of her skin grass heal a little bit better. Mm. So that's the challenge that she has right now. Yeah, the yeah. fighter. And she's such an amazing person. She was a gymnast and all her friends loved her. She had a great personality. She's she's amazing. She's still inspiring people, even though she's going through her own struggles in life. She's still inspiring other kids and people that are you know going through tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, her story sounds really inspiring and I wanted to share it with people as well um, and send up some prayers for her that she continues on a good positive path to healing. Yeah. Um, now, I know that you're a very spiritual person and I myself am a Christian, so I always find a lot of your posts really inspiring about, about um, you know, loving God, which is really hard sometimes for people to understand the, the spiritual connection that you can have with God. So I'm glad you put it out there and let people know. And I mean, how do you maintain, how do you maintain um, your, your spirituality when you're out there like traveling and everything? How do you maintain your good connection with God? Well, I just, I look at everything in the world as God, you know, because God is life and God is love. And I feel strongly about God because everything that happens to me, I feel like he's blessing me with it, you know? And I'm always asking God for for favors. And then when things happen, I'm like, oh, I know that had to be God because I asked for it, you know? And yeah. I, just, I just feel thankful that I got this life to experience. And I know that we have, you know, a lot of challenges in life and the best way I can uh, deal with everything is when I pray to God and it kind of soothes my spirit. And I find um, an easier path when I pray to God, when I try doing things on my own knowledge, I just kind of always end up frustrated. But when I pray to ask them to help me, things go smooth. So I know that God's power is very strong and it's very real. So I oh, yeah. to um, spread the word, spread the good word to people and so that they can experience the joy that God has given me. Amen to that. I know there's a lot of times in my life where I'm like, I can't believe 
I got through these things, but I know it was because of him. So yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, I was going to say too, um, Mark does have a new show coming out called wall street and I think it's already out this week. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, I haven't gotten to see it because we were working nights. So mm-hmm. I, and then the next, uh, the next day, everybody's showing me pictures of me on the show. I was like, "Oh wow, <laughs> that's really." I saw, I saw you in a clip that he had on his Instagram from the show. So, yeah, uh, people, people are gonna have to check that out. What's the uh, general idea of the show? Well, they're basically um, giving you an inside uh, look at how his businesses are going and how he runs the businesses and. Um, the operations of the different um, businesses that are going on daily mm. off with. One of the businesses I was really interested in was uh, the car dealership. Oh, Did yeah. you talk about that on the show? Um, he has, but yeah. um, the uh, the car dealership is really, really great. Mm-hmm. It's, they've been opening up um, new dealerships all over the place going really, really well. Oh, wow. That's good to hear that it's expanding. Yeah. It's- now, when I, of course, you know, this show is really about, uh, we talk a lot about the 90s. And do you have anything that you've collected as memorabilia that uh, that's special to you that reminds you about the 90s or even the times of the Funky Bunch? Or do you have anything that you saved? Yeah, well, I... You know, I saved a lot of the albums because I, you know, I used to DJ too. And um, I, I, I picked up DJing from um, my cousin, Jeff Smalls. He was in uh, this group RSO. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with um, Benzino. No. He's, um, he was on this show, Love and Hip Hop. He's a good friend of mine. And they, they were in a band together and, you know, they were really, really cool. But me and Jeff used to spend a lot of time in this room DJing. Every, like when we were teenagers, we'd spend hours and hours in the room just practicing spinning. So I, I love buying records, you know, so I have a bunch of records at home from, from the 80s and 90s. Even back in um, the early 70s, I have a bunch of, bunch of uh, old, cover, old record covers. And those nice. are... And I have um have a couple of um t-shirts, like some vintage t-shirts. But my sister's always trying to get rid of them. She's like, you don't need this stuff anymore. But <laughs> I just let things pile up. And sometimes I just give them away to my friends because they think they're cool too. But yeah, I, I love collecting the the, uh, the album covers. Yeah, I, I have a hard time letting go of like physical music. Like I still love having the the either the album cover, the liner notes, the pa- whole package. Like I still love all, having all that. Yeah. Every time I go through the records, it just you know brings me back to those times and I have such great memories, you know. Yeah, I am a triple threat like Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett. Yes, 
in my swag, never sloppy. I'm hitting home runs out the park like Big Poppy. Hitting my target like Tom Brady. I'm submerged in this game, ain't nothing can save me. Except a black beef in it with black timbos with it. With a fine dime piece making plans with me in it. If I flip my whole game mode, striking players out. Anytime I come around, you know what it's about. I make my fans scream shout, competition crying out. When you think I'm down now, I'ma knock that ass out. I was the most hated on that Boston in the postseason. I switched my pitch up for no apparent reason. One of my good memories was actually when I bought music for the people on oh. CD. Fact checking, fact checking, charity. The first cut on this record has been cross format focused for airplay success. Yo, man, shut up. I ain't even going out like that. I make the music for the people. Let's go. So here's what we know about Music for the People. It was the debut album for American hip-hop group Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. It was produced by Mark Wahlberg, Donnie Wahlberg, and Danny Wood. It was released on July 23rd, 1991, and it spawned two top 10 singles on the Billboard Hot 100 charts, Good Vibrations that hit number one, and Wild Side that hit number 10. Because we didn't have it in Canada yet. And that's obviously where I'm from. So we were on vacation down in the States. And the first thing I told my mom was, I need to get music for the people. <laughs> that album. I saw. Yeah. So I just played it uh, over and over and absolutely loved it. And I was always thinking, I was like, I know Donnie helped produce the album, right? Right. And you were involved in the album. You're on it quite a bit. Yeah. I, I, well, I'll tell you, um, I, I was doing a show in Boston for one of my friends that passed away and he actually got murdered in LA and Donnie came to the show and like, I invited all the groups in Boston to perform. Donnie came to the show. I was shocked. He was on tour and he came to me and said, I want you to choreograph um, my brother's band, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. I was like, sure. So we went to the audition and, I had already in my mind picked out these guys that I worked with before, Scott and Hector. And uh, we had a group called Pest Kept Secret then. So I called them immediately and told them about it. And then, you know, the rest is history because our chemistry is so incredible when we're together. So it would be just a win-win situation. And Donnie produced most of the, he produced basically the whole album. And, um, him and Mark collaborated on the lyrics with um, a couple of other writers. And um, yeah, it was great, you know? I mean, yeah. had so much fun recording that. You know, it was incredible. I think that album still stands up. Like, I can still throw that album on anytime and just, like, enjoy it, you know? Some of our hits were um, actually created by um, an artist, MC Spicy, is a really great uh, artist from Boston and mm -hmm. helped us, you know, create some hits with Donnie, Mark. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we had um, another producer, Leo Kiki, mm -hmm. he with Donnie. <laughs> Me in the house, you know what I'm saying? Yo, baby boy, you in it? 
Podcasting is so much fun, but it's kind of expensive too. We gotta pay for stuff like licensing fees, hosting fees, long distance phone calls, etc. etc. You get the drill? Okay. Well, we have a new thing called Patreon. Now, Dope Nostalgia has a Patreon account where you can subscribe to premium content. And what that means for you is for the very low starting price of $1 a month, you'll be able to get the podcast two days in advance of the regular release. Not only that, $3 a month, you get exclusive video content just for you guys to check out bonus stuff all the time that you don't get with the regular show. So check it out, patreon.com slash dope nostalgia. Become a subscriber today and get all the good perks. Have you ever wondered where some of your favorite stories came from? Think recent icons are just fads that were created in Hollywood? What if I told you that most of the pop culture icons we know and love have a long history behind them, and some of them have strange beginnings and even stranger roads that they've traveled to become what we know now? If any of this sounds interesting to you, join me as I take you through the history, lore, and the works of actual scholars to show you more about the tropes, legends, and cultural icons you love in the Armchair Scholar's Guide podcast. Together, we will go over what makes these figures in our movies and books so special, reveal how old they actually are, and see how they've changed over the years. Along with every episode, there's also a ton of links and videos so that you too can find out more about the strange and unusual worlds and characters that have kept us up at night and kept us coming back for more. If you've always wanted to know more about the Joker, have a passion for Dracula, or just wanted to know who Santa really is, meet me at the Armchair Scholar's Guide podcast every second Saturday, and let curiosity be your guide. Shouts goes out to my man Calvin Klein, good looking out for the drawers. Not saying I would do another Fruit of the Loom commercial or nothing like that, because they don't make the hype shorts. These these are the 90s, man. They just fit good and they hold hold me snug, so if I'm about to go get some skins, I'm not going to put on, like, no silk underwear. Oh, she got freckles. <laughs> Next question. No, the best protection against AIDS is to keep the Calvins on. Now that could definitely come between me and my Calvins. Do you have Calvin Klein underwear on? I still was like, there was a couple songs there where I thought I always heard Jordan Knight's voice. And I swear, Jordan Knight is on that album, isn't he? Um, I don't know. But if Donnie did that, it, it wasn't. <laughs> I, was, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that make me say ooh song. I like that one. Though. I thought I was like, that's got to be a falsetto. I don't know. I'm sure Donnie had it all figured out. Yeah, it was, <laughs> Donnie was... Donnie is actually an amazing vocalist, too. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And he had the vision for the whole the whole album, you know. causes have you been supporting of late? Um, I've just been um, really supporting a lot of the the, the um, things that were helpful with kids. You know, like one of my friends had a, um, like this sports clinic that she did and I sponsored some some kids to go because they didn't have the, the financial funds to be a part of it. So Mm-hmm. I made it some of my finances to help them. And um, I've just been talking a lot to try to bring awareness to um, causes that were in Boston, like women that were single mothers that you know had their children um, taken from mm-hmm. violence. So I've just been trying to raise a lot of awareness of you know people um, going through stuff like that to you know, for other people to get involved and help, you know. It's important. And it's important to be a mentor for youth, especially who've been through some tough situations. Yeah. And I also just been raising awareness for for people just to, uh, you know, be more mindful, you know, Mm -hmm. because everyone goes through things, you know, like some people just don't think that this person has the world on their shoulders and they might not have be having a great day and you know you know it's good to be mindful to people you know and just to talk to them see if they're okay because a lot of times some people aren't okay and they need somebody to talk to them you know i'm really glad you said that yeah it's sure. it's it's really easy to get wrapped up in yourself and what's happening to you, but it's good to make sure that you're aware of what others are going through. I think a lot of people need to work on that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I try my best to um, be a voice of reasoning to people because I see a lot of um, people that are hurt and sometimes a lot of people that are hurt, they come to me and I try my best to help them, but sometimes my time is limited. So 
I just try to put posts out to try to help people, you know, remember that, you know, everybody needs somebody sometimes. So be mindful. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. Have you ever considered starting your own podcast? I haven't. No? I thought about it before, but, um, you know, I'm like, a lot of my time is so sketchy because I'm rushing around to do a lot of things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know when I would have the time to do it, but it would probably be cool. Yeah. There's a lot of podcasts now. Like it's, uh, you got to always, if, when you do it, make sure that's something you're passionate about, like a topic that you absolutely love for sure. Yeah. But it's fun. I'll tell you that much. It's gotten me through this pandemic. Yeah, I may, I may do it. I may do it. And, you know, I think um, one of the things that I'm very passionate about is uh, leading the children into I, um, a better way of living. Mm. I think that some of the images that um, adults put out there for kids aren't really that great for kids. So I want something for the children said. You know, they can enjoy their childhood while they can because childhood is just so brief and give them learning tools that they can build off of in their future and not, you know, just have, you know, all the negative images that are just making kids go out there and do crazy stuff. I, I like yeah. to see do great things and achieve great things and believe in themselves and know that they can do things, you know, so those are the things that I'm really passionate about. I love that. And I mean, yeah, I feel like, do you think that when we were kids, we didn't have as much of this um, negative imagery as they have now? Do you think it's really changed or are we just getting older and we see it now? No, I think that we had a, a way better uh, childhood than a lot of the kids, you know, because they can turn on video games and then it's all violent, violent, violent. There was, when I was a kid, it was like fun video games, you know? Mm -hmm. It was so much fun. But now it's all killing and shooting and robbing. And it's like, it's crazy. You know? Went from Mario to Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. And I don't, I just don't, you know, even though that it's good for them because they're making a lot of money, but it's not good for parents because some of these kids are acting out what they do in the videos. And, mm. you know, I think that's, that uh, strong parenting actually is a part of that too. You know, I think. Yeah. People need to be more um, hands-on as parents, you know, when they become parents and not just, you know, try to uh, support your kids, but actually be really hands-on and watch who they're becoming friends with, watch what they're doing online. You got to really watch them, you know, because their minds aren't fully developed and they're still running. So the, the more that you help them, the better, you know? I totally agree. Yeah. And, uh, they're so impressionable at that. At, like, I think it's between like the ages of nine and 13, especially you develop a lot of your tastes in life. So it's really, really important to make sure that they're surrounded by positive images. Oh yeah, for sure. And kids get so mad at you. Like I had so many, like I was a after school teacher in Boston and kids oh, would nice. at me because I'd be like, on them about the thing that they did wrong. But then when they got older, all these kids came up to me like, oh, there you go, Mr. Thomas, oh, I appreciate you so much for always being on me when I was a kid. I was like, what? Oh my God. It's just great to see that they turn out good and 
they appreciate those listens that I talk, you know, their life my way. That's, that would feel great to know that you made an impact in their lives, right? Oh yeah, for sure. I think every, every um, adult should be like that. What was one of your, this is totally different topic, but what was one of your favorite music videos that you ever worked on? Um, I would say it would be uh, Good Vibrations. Yeah? Yeah. We had a lot of fun. We were dancing in the water, and uh, Scott Calvert, God rest his soul, he was the director of that video. He um, he just had a vision of us um, in silhouette and like dancing in this water, and it just was a lot of fun. I was breakdancing, flipping the water. It's my first time ever doing that. And mm. I have my uh, my my fresh new Adidas on. I love Adidas, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? Dancing in the water in my Adidas? No." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not was, wrecking my new clothes. Hmm. Yeah, but then I got into it. I just I just totally forgot that I was in water and mud, and just felt good. You know, it was liberating this release. Absolutely, it's I a was, classic. So. Yeah, we all had fun. It was great. Um, when you such, have such a busy schedule, when do you find time to write and record music and what inspires you to create? Um, I, I do a lot of my creativity in, with music at night. When everything is done, I try to take at least an hour to, to write to some of the music and produce some of the stuff and listen to some of the stuff that the artists are doing before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. And it, it's difficult because then I have to wake up super early. So I try, I try to hurry up and get everything in, you know? Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's good to find that time to have your creative outlet for sure. Yeah. What's more important to you as a writer or a listener, uh, lyrics or music? Um, they're both equally important, but, um, the music has to be on point for you to be able to write to it. You know, mm-hmm. and sometimes I had wrote, uh, lyrics and then I, I produced a song around the lyrics. Mm. It's still, the music has to be right. You know? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. I find it easier to write lyrics to music that's already written for sure. Cause then you can fit it in properly. Like it's easier to fit into the right spaces. Yeah. And it gives you like, like some of the, the music gives you like an emotional burst of lyrics that, you know, you can write and, and feel. So, you know, the music is very important. Do you believe in uh, there's such a thing like a guilty pleasure? And if you have the guilty pleasure, what would that be? Something that's like, people are like, don't tell anyone I like it. <laughs> um, that's a good question. Uh, I, w- <laughs> I think, um, well, I really love when, uh, when people are in good shape. So I, I kind of gawk at, you know, great looking bodies. I think yeah. people tell me all the time, you're staring. I'm like, no, I'm just checking out, you know, look like they're healthy, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love, you know, looking fit, you know. Well taken care of and disciplined and 
Yeah. That, and sometimes I'm staring at people because I'm, I'm like admiring, you know, because it takes a lot of hard work to get there. And, mm-hmm. and, was, and then, like, you know, recently I got, okay, I'm going to confess. These girls online with these quads that are just, I wish I had quads like them. And I'm like, how do they get them like that? Because I'm working out a whole year and my quads aren't moving. They're the same. The same. <laughs> like, oh, Lord, how are they doing this? Yeah, that's that's I think my guilty pleasure. I'm always looking online at at the uh, the people in the gym. Yeah, yeah, no, I would say that's totally cool because it's like obviously you're admiring the work they've put into themselves, and yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, what's a fashion trend that you love from the '90s era? Um. But with the sweats, I like, I like, I'm, I'm always pulling one sweat leg up. That's something that we used to do in my neighborhood. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> we was doing that on, on set the other day. When I had my sweats, I just had one leg up. <laughs> this remind me of when I used to hang out on the block with my boys and hang out and chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. That really, yeah, that took me back for sure. And, yeah. and I'm really grateful for all of the time you spent with me today. It's, it's always an honor to get a chance to communicate and catch up with you. And thank you for that. I really appreciate it. I appreciate your time too. Thank you. I want to shout out to the Funk Bees. They're doing great stuff. And they're going to be on every Friday night. They have their show on um, YouTube, the TV show on YouTube, the Funk Bee TV. So I, everybody listening, please check out the Funk Bees. You know, I'm still one of the members and, you know, I'm doing my own thing, but those guys are amazing. Yeah. It's a good show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. And yeah, thanks for everything you've been up to. And uh, yeah, you're definitely one of my favorite people to chat with. So thank uh- you. Thank you, Naomi. You're awesome. Love you. I shine, you shine, shine together. Always on time to rise up. I shine, you shine, shine together. Always and forever. Always and forever. Always be together. Together. If I shine, you shine. Look, I elevated to the top of the game. I popped off. My persistence paid off. My hit is way off. My style's immaculate, y'all. I never fade off. I go harder than the bricks on the block that they stay off. Fly like Lear Jets, ready for takeoff. Haters are like sand in my hand and they so soft. I'm the ace cornerstone now. I never break off. It's automatic with just one squeeze. I set it off. No matter what the cost, I'm getting this here off. I'm a living legend up in my hood and I'm so boss. Pay homage to this hip hop vet. Control hall. With my back against the wall, I'm taking it all. Me and my soldiers stand tall, y'all. No matter where we at, on the map, we out ball, y'all. Side time, I shine, you shine. When I grind together, now this'll last forever. I shine, you shine, shine together. I meant it. He's one of my very favorite people that we've had on the show. So it was so good to have him back for a second time. Thank you so much, Ace. Big Ace Tees. So B I G A C E. T-E-E-S on Instagram is where you can check out his merchandise and get yourself a cool Big A shirt, a backpack, whatever you like. You can also check out his other Instagram account, Big Ace underscore productions. 
He's also under Big Ace on Spotify. If you love the tunes, make sure you go and subscribe to him. Thanks again, Ace. We love you. And now, here's a little something to take you out. And now, this is fucking stupid with Naomi, Kendra, Charity, Mike, and Colin. This is fucking stupid is fucking stupid. It's a stupid game we play where you have to guess the hot song of the 90s or a super obscure song of the 90s. Our friends have no idea what I'm going to throw at them. Why don't you come play along with us? Uh-uh, here we go now. It's Britney Spears soda pop. Ten points. Wow. <laughs> she hasn't even said it yet. It's from her first album. It's from her first album. Didn't make it easy, man. I've only been Fucking Britney, bitch. It's gonna be hard. Yeah. Okay. You know, Naomi. Yeah. Oh, hold on. This is fucking stupid. <laughs> Candy Mandy Moore. Sorry, what? Candy Mandy Moore. Ten points. Ah, fuck. See, I was trying to listen, but Mikey cut out the sound. <laughs> <on there. laughs> Sucks to be you. Oh, you should shut up. <laughs> Ruin my game. Tough one, I think. This isn't who it is, but it's got a very Guns N' Roses 90s sound to it. This isn't Kid Rock, is it? It's not Rockhead, is it? It's Rockhead. Thank you. Ah, it's like, oh, what is this band? It's Bob Rock's band, Rockhead. Live and learn. Five points. I don't know who does it. I know the song, I just don't know the artist. Any guesses? 
That's pretty much the core. That is Joe Public. Oh, I wouldn't have got it. <laughs> one, hit, one hit wonder. One hit wonder Joe Public. Okay. Not enough, Fat Halen. Four beats and you had it. Shit. I love this song. I've been wanting it to be on karaoke forever. And it's not it's not made. Hey kids, put down that Tamagotchi and listen for a second. You know, you can follow us on Twitter at NostalgiaDope, Instagram at Dope underscore Nostalgia. Visit our website at www.dopenostalgia.com or pick up the phone and call us at 780-851-8785. This podcast is licensed by SoCan because we believe that artists should be paid for their work.